Yo. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Whew. What happened? It is going to be a funny day. <laughs> you talking about with the uh, Kuta cloth people or something else happened? I was just laughing at King Bach and that Canadian freestyle he dropped. Uh, King who? What's that jabroni? Uh, King Batch or King Buck, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, that dude? Yeah, I was just watching that freestyle he dropped, the Canadian freestyle. That's what I call it now. A Canadian? What, like he was trying to freestyle and he just failed? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. See? That's why I stick with UK rap, man. No. Yeah, I, I do. I still, I'm still with my Americans, but if John Boyega drop out, I'm gonna have to support. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, um, I like the UK rap, man. I, you on your own, brother? I know. I ain't tripping. I don't, I don't want to hear that cold uh, shit. God save the queen raps. Well, I mean, hell. You gonna do that? Listen to that or uh never mind. I'm not gonna no, disrespect go no more. I'm not gonna disrespect nobody. No, go ahead. We here. Nah. I don't wanna uh start this off with disrespect. Yeah, we should. Nah, I'm gonna start with big enough. Uh Big up NXT in your house. You you really tried. You you tried hard, and I I appreciate that. You had some good matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some really good ones. Um. Okay, I'll say it like this: You had. It's not a bad show. It's just. The bad moments were really bad. <laughs> like, you had Matt, three great matches, out, in my opinion. Uh, the main event was very good. Yep. Uh, Priest versus Balor was very, very good. Like, that did Damian Priest a lot of favors. That that's what it was. It was basically like, let's try to get Damien over some type of way. We got to put him against arguably one of the best workers in the past. Well, not arguably, in my opinion, the best one of the best workers in the past ten years. So, if you can't work with Finn or somebody of that magnitude, you can't work at all. That's a good point. I also knew he wasn't going over when I saw him come out with those reggaeton pants. Yeah, somebody on the timeline was asked where he got from, and I just had all types of ideas. I said, hot topic, uh, you can go to downtown L.A. to the alley and get it. Do you do you think that was a crossover between hot topic and Fashion Nova? Because that's what it felt like. No, but you just gave Fashion Nova some ideas if they want to drop that pack. I mean. It's the all-white, so either, you know, a Nigerian could wear it, somebody of Spanish descent, like Damien, or that's about it. Somebody African, somebody Nigerian, somebody African, well, anybody from there. 
particularly our uh, our Caribbean brothers and sisters, like our Jamaicans, our Dominicans, our Puerto Ricans, our Haitians. Uh, also, I would throw in the Central Americans. Yeah, but if we're going to do it with the West Indy brothers, you got to have some color to it. Like, it just can't be all white. They got to have gold trimming to it. Or they, it was what some... they'll do is they'll have the white joint, then they'll have, like, a green shirt at the top, a purple hat, and the shoes got to be gold. For some reason, Jamaicans in particular, they got to have these gold shoes when they go out. It was some silver in those pants. Uh... But I'll get to the that, so that was the second of the three great matches, and the third great match was Carrying Cross versus Champa. It wasn't an incredible match, but it was booked exactly how it should have went, and put that, put that man to sleep. He yeah, in. yeah. He's like, you want to go night night? <laughs> Everybody go night. He had that man. You know, you in a good sleep when your head is at a certain angle. Like when you lay in the, I usually don't lay on my stomach, but when you lay on your stomach and your head to that left and your arms to the side, like, damn, bro, you got him on tolerance. It's night nap time level. Hey, man, if they don't do anything with carrying, aka Killer Cross, what are you doing? Now, he'll be over in NXT, but, you know, he going to the mid, he'll probably be on the main card. Shit, I'll say by the end of the year, next year. He's not going to be there too long. Trust me. See, the thing about him is I think he might be the one that Vince was looking for because he's built like Randy Orton. He's a little more versatile in styles than Randy Orton. Yeah, but I understand what you mean, but yeah, that ain't that ain't going to cut it. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those, the Randy Orton's, and I'm going to like far as his in-ring work, I'm a fan of Randy, so I kind of mark out in a sense that way. Yeah. Like, I tell yeah, you, you got to see it in person. Like, I-, I think you seen it in person, right, when we was in L.A.? I think Orton was wrestling, yeah. Yeah, because when I saw it on that SmackDown with Rey Mysterio, I was like, and I mean, be it, it's, it's Rey Mysterio as well, but you just, it's just certain workers you can tell. It's like, all right, dude, they just or just certain athletes that just like, yeah, these, this motherfucker is really good at his craft. That's true. Um, I I will say this about carrying cross uh, or the in the in your house in general. They the vets did a lot for the young guys, and I really appreciate that. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, I mean, Balor went over Damien, but he still helped Damien look great. Like that falling off the apron on the, the stairs part spot was great. Yeah, I was trying to figure out. There's no way to cover yourself. I was just like, damn, bro, that's going to hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, you had Gargano doing the favors for Lee. You had Champa doing the favors for Cross. And you had Charlotte doing the favors for EO. Mm-hmm. You know what's next, though, right? What? She about to go ahead and get that WWE title off Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the move after Nia. Um, I heard the rumors that she wants to win the WWE championship. And my first thought is don't be like Impact. 
Like, um, what was I going to say? I, uh, so I talked about the matches I thought were great. There was two, well, there was one good one. One good one, which was Gargano versus Keith Lee. I didn't love that match. Like, for whatever reason, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, same here. I think I don't know. Maybe it was the opening spots that kind of just threw me off. But and then like yesterday, like I said, I was beat, so it was like I'm paying attention, but at the same time, I'm not all the way there. And then I kind of knew what type of show it was going to be just because everything is kind of limited right now for the past two months. So it's just like, eh, I don't watch it, but it's whatever. It's about to be bad for WWE or pro wrestling in general come next month. In the next month, early August, like it's about to be very quiet for them. Why? The NBA coming back and they about to have an all times rating score. Uh. And then if baseball baseball is projected to come back next month as well, or they keep they keep coming out with proposals and then. As the players are doing, which I'm all for it, they're rejecting the proposal because it's less money for them, and it's bullshit how they're doing it. But you know, I can get into that about baseball, and you kind of know what I mean anyway. But it's just like baseball might come back somehow. It is they'll make a way, but with the NBA coming back, yeah, those ratings are about to kill it. Like, of course, pro wrestling is gonna have their fan base, but it. Are they going to get two million? Well, they're not even getting like a million or two million people right now, if I'm mistaken, but you know. No, they're they're not. The only thing I I caution about those sports is if one person tests positive, it goes right back to shutdown. Suppose they said they're going to keep going. What they're going to do? Eliminate the team? Like, no, I think the player just has to go in quarantine for like 48 hours. That's that's so unbelievably stupid. Like, what if... Uh, capitalism is stupid, but here we are. Well, that might be the title of the, the podcast right there. What? Capitalism is stupid, but here we are. <laughs> that's, what, it's, that's what it's all about. We're not going to sit up here. Nobody is sitting up here acting like, yeah, we want the players to play. Like, of course they want to get their bread because it was supposed to be last month on the 15th is when they were basically going to halt payments for the players. And that's when all the players, even Kawhi, stepped in like, nah, we good. Let's play. What Kawhi going to do? We don't know what Kawhi believes or what Kawhi don't believe. I believe he's going to put that 30 ball on the Lakers. I mean, he does that and loses. So, I mean, it don't really matter. No, nah, it's different now. The knees is good. Hopefully, Paul George is straight. About to be real quiet for the Lakers, so I, I want them to win a championship, but it's gonna be an LA team. We'll see. Uh, back to wrestling. Uh, so one thing I did find I mean, okay, so it was nice to see Todd Pattengill at In Your House, that was nice. Um it just made me wondering, like, hey, what have you been up to, man? 
selling that merch. Probably because that's how that's how he gets us, bro. I swear. Like I still got to get those shirts for us. You know, I'm trying to save my bread, and I'll tell you why off off uh, air. Even though I ain't moving the packs, it's something else. It's just like they get us though. Every time it's like I'm gonna save some money. Fifteen dollars for select shirts. Shit. God damn it. Or a two for a dollar and shit like that. Like they they have those. I'm waiting for that sale because usually they pull that shit out like every week. It'd be like buy one shirt, get the other one for a dollar. And then it's like it's funny that meme is so truthful because then you'd be like, fucking shipping handling. Your order be like sixty dollars shipping and handling is five dollars. You like, ooh, I don't know if I can do this. Huh. Yeah. Yes. Whew. That's really that's all it comes down to. I promise to God. I always be like, yeah, I'm ready to order that shipping and handling come on. I'm like, five dollars damn. Yeah, no, it's I don't I don't know. Is it is that how they think they're gonna get people to watch TV? Is just to get put up the codes? Like, hey, if you watch this, man, people are gonna tweet out those codes and Instagram those codes for everyone to see and order the shirts. Exactly. Or you signed up with a newsletter like me and you kind of just get the code in the email. So there's that too. Um yeah, I've talked about what I liked and didn't like. I mean, okay, let's get to there was one absolutely terrible match. But I can't talk about it because the person involved, we've agreed not to talk about until um you know, evidence is provided that they weren't soliciting uh listen. Yeah. Let me let me get to the shits right now. We got to stop defending everybody, man. Like I'm off for my people, but stop defending people. I saw people on the timeline up here talking about, yeah, I'm gonna dream to go over. Nah, bruh. I heard the voice. Like I, maybe I'm maybe I'm just crazy, or maybe I'm stupid. I heard the voice, bruh. And then just like you said, bruh said, All right, I'm gonna do my own investigation. All right, nigga, show me. Cause until then, I believe it was you. So I don't want to hear all that bullshit about oh, dream then go over on piss. I don't give a fuck. If he ain't do it, of course I'll be, you know, I wouldn't be pissed because I like the undisputed era, but I want my people to win. But when my people or one of them is tripping, nah, bro, it's quiet for all that support shit. Yeah, I can't say nothing because I've already agreed that I already made the promise that I won't say nothing about him on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, it's nothing, to, it's nothing to say other than I just wanted to say that, like, we, we can't be caping for everybody, man. Yeah. We, we seen this shit earlier this year and last year, like, nah. But um, going out of this, I think NXT is pretty strong in their divisions. Like me and the homeboy was talking. I got to get him on the show. Um, yeah, let's set that up. Uh, we was talking. It was like they have put Karrion Cross in the perfect spot. They have put Keith Lee in a great spot. They put Dijakovic in a – I mean, not Dijakovic, Damian Priest in a great spot. And am I the only one that thinks like uh, Dexter Loomis looks like a Street Fighter character? Nah, bro. Look, I don't know. Maybe he just look like if the dope Harry Potter version were to happen, he'll definitely be casted in it. Like he'll be Daniel Radcliffe's like big brother or something. Like I gotta look up Street Fighter characters because there's a character he reminds me of, 
<laughs> oh, I can tell you which. I'm big in the Street Fighter. I could probably tell you what character. I think I know which one you're talking about. From Street Fighter 2, right? I'm not so. It might have been from the alpha versions. But I just. I feel like there was a guy. Oh, you talking about. Uh, he was. I think I know who you're talking about. Street Fighter Alpha 3. And the guy with the red headband and the blonde hair. No, not Alex. Oh, I know you're talking about. Give me one second. I got you. The dude that be wearing the boxer. That be wearing like the uh, purple sweatpants or the purple fucking dress pants and the white overalls or whatever. I think that's who I'm talking about. Yeah, that's exactly what you're talking about. I got that shit right here too, so I'm ashamed of myself. Like I got the Street Fighter <laughs> collection already. Street Fighter. You keep talking. I know exactly what you're talking about. I got you right now. Yeah. But no, I think they put NXT in a very, very good position. And I think they did a good job. The opening match, I think we've seen the setup that Tegan Knotts and Shoxi Blackheart are going to be a tag team now. Which is cool because that's a good way to get, I think, both of them over with an audience that doesn't really know them that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shoxi Blackheart has a lot of personality. She has a lot of personality. And I kind of love that she comes out on the tank and is a little absurd for NXT because NXT gets very serious. They don't have a lot of fun with themselves in a, in a humorous way all the time. Right. But um, no, nah, man, I, I think that's that's pretty much it for the NXT in your house. It was a strong event. Uh. I think Money in the Bank still might be better. Money in yeah. Money in the Bank was a good show, uh, but this this was a good show, man. I, I I can't even front. Like, I don't know where I rank it amongst like the NXT shows. I know it's not like one of my favorite NXT shows, but I think it's a pretty good one. It's at the bottom. It's at the bottom for me. And maybe it's just like I said, when I was in that, I'm just exhausted. So maybe I was just in that mood where I was just like, all right. But no, nah, it, it didn't really hit to me in general. All right, I got it right now on the side note. Street Fighter 3, New Generation. It's uh, the dude named Dudley. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like. Yes. Except for less melanated. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, because I told my homeboy he looked like French Guile. And that's all I could think. But yes, Dudley is the one. Dudley is absolutely who he reminds me of. Uh, but no, I, I I won't say it's low on the list. I, I just, I think from other ones, like, like I said, the Keith Lee Gargano one didn't grab me. Also a fascinating thing about that match. So I watched it later in the night. So you had texted me that Keith Lee had Black Lives Matter on his trunks and vest. After? After, you know, all lives mattering the situation. Yeah, he got that phone call. I told you that's your cousin. Somebody called him. It was a family meeting. It was a, <laughs> it was, yeah, nobody wins when the family feuds. Uh, <laughs> uh, but nah, I thought the fascinating thing was they, if you watch it again, the cam when he has it on his vest, the camera does everything they can to make sure that is not prominent. 
Like every time it looks like there's going to be uh, um, a, a clear shot of it, it immediately cuts to another shot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and I was, that's what I remember. I don't know if WWE explicitly said Black Lives Matter. They just said they are against like certain things, injustices and all of that. I don't remember their statement. Good, it was good really PR. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, but that also makes sense because the McMahon family is so tied in with Trump and Trump just believes all lives matter. So he can't they can't come out here saying black lives matter because that goes against their close family friend. That's insane to say we got Donald Trump as a close family friend prior to him even being a president. That's insane to say for so many different reasons. That that's true, but at the same time, we got to go back to who he was in the eighties and nineties when he was popular. Like, son showed up on Home Alone too, and I don't fuck with Trump, and I don't really get into politics like that. But I ain't gonna stop fucking with you know Home Alone too because he was in it. That was twenty some years ago, damn near thirty years ago. I'm gonna keep watching Home Alone too. Yeah, no, no one's saying you should stop watching Home Alone too. Um, Yo, what if somebody was so right wing? They'd be like, or left wing. I'm sorry, they'd be like, "Hey, man, I can't watch Home Alone too." He was in there for 30 seconds. That goes against all my principles. I'm like, bro, you could literally fast forward that, and you wouldn't miss no plot point. Yeah, like I know someone edited him. Like I think a TV version edited him out of the movie. (laughs) And he got mad about it. Hey, y'all fuck up my SAG money. <laughs> and there, I think it was like Freeform or ABC Family or something. And their response was, hey, man, we got commercials. But the funny part about it is someone was like, they didn't cut nothing else out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, y'all fuck me up. And you're right. Like, they cut him out of that movie and... The movie is still the movie. Same thing with Home Alone 2. Like, bro, you ain't missing shit because Trumpito in there. God damn, bro. No. Uh, hmm. <laughs> what happened? No, we'll get to that later. Um, but no. Nah. Yeah, that, that's the thing about uh, WWE. They can't do it like so. AEW can do that because I mean, Tony Khan only donated to Trump. So, wait, once again, his pops owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? That is correct. Trash ass team. That is correct. That is correct. Yes, trash ass <laughs> team. That is correct. Survey says. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> nah. But, um, yeah, WWE just can't come out as a company and say Black Lives Matter. So Randy Orton can come out and say it or whoever. But like that statement by, I got to go back. He liked some statement by somebody. Oh, by Terry Crews, goofy. Yeah. Somebody, all right, that's yeah. it. After today, I ain't mentioned that dude name. Like, motherfucker, White Chicks wasn't that fire. And you wasn't even the main focal point of the movie. Well, actually, he was. But, no. Nah. Like, bro, I'm a, that's another person I'm about to stop mentioning after today. Yeah, I'm going to just, I'll see him on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and keep it at that. 
I, that show ain't even fire. No, that show is fire. Yeah. I, I actually like that show. I'm the only person that'll mess with. Yeah, you really are. You, you might be on. Like Fox, I don't like Fox shows. I'll tell you why later. We beef him. Okay. Um, other than that, like, I mean, wrestling has been wrestling. I mean, you want to talk <laughs> about SmackDown? I had some thoughts on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Like, so my first thought is when the hell did Lacey Evans become a competent worker? When I told her that her all lives matter uh, gimmick probably is not going to work in the next couple of years. So you got to get busy, babe. That's true. That, that might be. But I was just like, man, they are. She like that match with Sonya Deville. I mean, hey, Sonya Deville, so long as the character work keeps coming, title run. Title run. I'm not saying anytime soon because Bailey is still killing it. But keep the good character work coming, because the in ring work is there. Yeah, she got. She's always been good, but she's gotten better as well. Yeah, um, she's I, learning how to work body parts, like instead of just the, the style of what she used to work, which is like, all right, kick somebody somewhere. It's like, all right, work the body a little bit, stay there. So it's become a technical. That's a fair point. Um. The other thing that I, I find like utterly hilarious is I think I text you about this is looking at Seamus, I realized, oh, he actually sculpts his beard, but he sculpts it in a way to make it look like it's not sculpted except for the part where his chin is showing. <laughs> and I was like, if you are his barber, how are you proud of yourself? You gotta stop going super cuts. Well, that led me to, to a question. Do you think Seamus cuts his own hair? Uh I don't know, man. I, I feel like Irish people go to hair uh barbershops. I don't know. I couldn't tell you because he like Irish, Irish. It ain't like, you know, my ancestry, you know, my family, and I'm mixed with Scottish or some other white shit. Like, no, nah, this motherfucker's like Irish. Yeah, I'm I'm not here to dispute. Whether uh, if Irish people go, I'm simply asking, does he go? Like, he doesn't strike me as a person that wants to go to the barbershop. Yeah, like, I don't know what they do in white barbershops, play checkers or something. <laughs> play checkers. <laughs> so it's like coming to America. Yeah, except I don't, I don't know what the the conversations are there, and I kind of don't want to know ever. No, we don't. All, all the white barbershops I've seen, it was it's one on La Brea next to uh, that Ralph's and shit like that next to a tattoo parlor that I passed by. And I'm just like, damn, I don't never want to pass by there. And I've seen other barbershops, but for the most, do white people even go to barbershops? Or that's a pastime. It's like a special occasion thing. Like, all right, I think they treat it like, I think today I'm going to go to the barbershop. No, you might want to go every two weeks, player. I feel like they go, but they don't go enough where their barber knows who they are. <laughs> if that makes sense. John, John, is that you? 
Yeah, like it's my anniversary. They might just go to the barbershop for their anniversary, but even then, you see the photos. There ain't no shape ups. It's like I think they cut their own hair. I, I, I'm really fascinated by this conversation. I might have to do some googles. Like, do white people go to the barbershop? And I don't even really care about if white people go. I just want to know if Seamus goes because my, my my theory on white people like not knowing their barbers is there might be a guy who's been going to his barber for thirty years. And every time his barber see him, it's like, is it Fred or Frank? <laughs> Steve. Or- oh, shit. But, uh, nah, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> what else was my thoughts on SmackDown? Oh, we might need a Miz Morrison title run. I'm with you. Like a co-title run? Because... Man, they are doing some MVP work on SmackDown with the jokes. Yeah, that <laughs> they had a mix between Punk episode and some Teen Choice Awards slime shit. Yeah, they did the Nickelodeon on Kayla. And like the only thing that would have been better is like there was a John Cena cutout right behind her. Yeah. Because that would have been hilarious. But yeah, I, I thought I thought that show was was excellent. I thought at least their their part of the show was excellent. Yeah, no, that that shit was hilarious. It caught me on guard too. I mean, you gotta do something to promote the match. Cause I honestly, after that whole Adam Cole match, I, I'm kind of tired of the cinematic shit. But if it was some match you need, I think they need to use it just in case of emergency. Like, this match definitely could use it. I don't want to see Braun Strowman wrestle. I have never in my life once said, you know what? I want to see Braun Strowman wrestle a 30-minute match. I'm good, bro. Yeah, nobody wants that. Um, It's like, I've never been a fan of big men anyway. Like, except for, like, Taker, Kane, those types. But those are rarities. Yeah. I, I it's just one of those things where with Braun is it's not bad. It's just it's similar to Corbin where he just needs the right person to help him look good. And if it's if you don't have that, the matches are they just miss like uh the main one who I think of is for Braun, there's two people I think of that have made Braun look good in matches. That's Roman and that's Lashley. Yeah. Because that type of style works. I think where the business is right now, you don't have too many big guys and you don't have that type of that style. It's not that many people doing that type of style. Everybody is like high high post moves, you know, it's not too many of those ground type styles that's going on right now, if I'm making any sense. It's just, you know, you don't have that many workers that's doing that. No, that makes sense. It's something, actually, funny enough, JR was talking about that he kind of wishes would stop particularly in AEW, which was, he just doesn't want uh these like high flying spots where someone jumps off the top rope into a group of people. 
he's like it's it's become for him it's just become a little too regular right and one of the things that because he made a strong a fascinating point was that like you know someone get in the corner and they used to do the 10 punches right and he was like I guess when he was a kid, when someone did that, you would draw blood. you get some color. Mm-hmm. He's like, after a certain while, when it didn't draw color, it just be kind of came ridiculous. Like, so you're going to punch someone in the face 10 times and, and no color. So I think the thing for him... And it's like kind of what you said about like certain spots that just kind of become uh, monotonous with certain WWE workers is similar to what's happening in AEW is like these, these spots are just, they just kind of become the norm. Like someone diving through the ropes now is just kind of the norm mm-hmm. where that used to be like a, a death defying move. Yeah, it's so now because everybody is two twenty or less, two thirty, give or take. It's kind of like okay, now we can kind of do that. We can kind of do those high high spots, and it's believable. But then you got the big guys as well, like Dajakovic, who is now on Raw, does the same thing, and you know, it's not. It's it's becoming like. Sort of like in the NBA with the three-point shot used to be something of art. It's like now it's like, damn, everybody has to do it or we feel like we can't get over. So you got Keith Lee who was able to do it. You got Dodgic and all these big guys. And I think it's one more in another promotion that can do something similar to that. But it's the name's not coming off the top of my head. So it's kind of like, you know, it is what it is. And then, like you said, going to what JR said, it, it just goes with, keeping the crowd engaged and a lot of workers don't understand that as well. It's just like, okay, you can do a thousand punches like the Stone Cold you like Stone Cold used to do, but then you have to mix it up as well. Like you gotta put some holes in it. But nowadays it's no real like technical technical wrestling unless you're you know in the in the Indies or New Japan. Yeah. Cause that works for that crowd. It doesn't work. It's it's a different style of working where you on TV and in person too. A lot of people don't understand that. Like, it's the reason why Raw is the way it is. It's the reason why you know AEW is the way it is. And then, but if you want pure wrestling, go to AEW Dark. So they they just don't have. Or with WWE, I should say you can go to a uh, main event. NXT for the most part, even though now it's just like they're on TV, so you're not gonna get all those wrestling wrestling matches like that. And because they have pay per views too, so there's that. Um, I do have a point I want to get back to NXT with, but I'll get back there later. Um, but going back to SmackDown, just because I think we trailed off. Another question about Sheamus pertains to. The Jeff Hardy match, which is is this like the B side to the greatest wrestling match of all time? Like I get like, like we know the greatest wrestling match of all time is a ploy. And I think me and you've talked about this. This might just be a shot at Dave Meltzer. 
Yeah, it could be. Or if you really paying attention to that dude, I mean, y'all was cool with him at one point, but it's like, all right, I guess. But uh, so if this if this is a shot at him, I don't see why. Just because I know this dude has a thing for Kenny Omega, like. As you should, but at the same time, this dude would be marking the fuck out every time Kenny Omega had or used to have a New Japan match. Like, bro, every match ain't fucking 10 out of 5 stars. You just messed up the scale anyway by saying that, brother. So, if they just, I think they just doing it as a tagline, honestly, just to say that. Yeah. And are you about to give us an hour? Like, I don't think I want to say I like both of them. I don't want to see an hour of Randy Orton versus Edge. I really don't want to see an hour of that. Like, give me a good 30 minutes and we straight. Don't, I don't need an hour. I don't. And then that's an Iron Man match anyway. Unless you just, are right, you going based on that tagline so you can make it like a Kenny Omega Okada match? Then, all right, good. Well, yeah. I also find it fascinating because I. I thought their WrestleMania match was too long. So. Yeah, I understand what people mean by that now. Thinking about it, I actually like that match, but I understand what everybody meant by it. Yeah, like, it's not it's not a, a shot at them or their, their abilities. It's just, I thought they had too much time. And. I don't know if seeing them do like a, a straight up wrestling match, like I'd love to be wrong here. So I don't want to hold that to them. Like, you know, they can't do it, but I, it's hard for me to imagine in this moment that they can do put on a compelling, super long match. Like, nah, it, it, it's no, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry to cut you off. It just, it's the time too, like, dude, like, ain't really no curl to tell you if you doing the right spot or not. You kind of just going based on training and based on years of experience. So you going based on, you know, for Randy, what at this point, like, damn, there twenty years of experience, and then you going with Edge, who is without question twenty plus years of experience, damn near thirty. So. Yeah, well, I've been thinking about this. When it comes to like the pay per view events, so I never really realized how much you need a crowd until some of these matches just weren't clicking. Like, I guarantee you, I would have liked Keith Lee Gargano more had there been a, cl- a crowd because mm-hmm. there would have been more spots like adjusted to the crowd. Whereas we know the NXT people in the crowd are are choreographed to how to cheer and how not to cheer, like. They're not going to sit up here and chant boring. Like it's part of their job to be into everything. So right. it, it, it it kind of creates like this, this sense of like, if I'm not personally into the match, it, you know, the crowd can't get me there because, you know, I know the crowd is seeing what they're telling you to see as opposed to the crowd just being like, nah, this is actually fire. Mm-hmm. But um, the I bring I say all that to say, I think they got to treat each match like a television show, like how do I say? So if you're gonna give us a thirty minute match with no crowd, you're absolutely right. There's no way to to gauge this. 
There's no like, like when you turn and be like, yeah, it's just crickets. Like they can't hear us on the TV. They're not going to Skype us in. And for good reason, they're not going to Zoom us in is because it'll immediately turn into an immature fest. But, um, yeah, man, I think you just got to treat it like an episode of, I don't know, like, what's, what's, a, what's a great television show? You know, Currently? Or just any great television show, like a great 30-minute episode or a 30-minute drama. You know, you got to do that. I think that's that's the move because giving us a straight wrestling match that would play well to a crowd with no crowd, it's tricky. It's very tricky. Yeah, and they, you know, more likely, I think with that tagline, there's something bigger to it. Maybe they do actually plan on doing something cinematic again, because that seems to be the route until we have crowds in 2023. Uh, but well, the rumor is that it's already been taped. Okay, so it is something like a cinematic. Because with that tagline, you know, the greatest wrestling match ever, it's just not going to be a straight wrestling match. And they're not stupid. They might be crazy. Vince might be crazy as hell, but that man is far from stupid. You know what I mean? We got a different belief system and the way of life. But at the same time, he's not he's not an idiot by all means. So, you know, what that tells me is they are doing something cinematic. In what way? I don't know. They got innovative with the, you know, the money in the bank match. Maybe they do something along the lines of that or something we saw last night. But that that kind of, okay, that gives me some more insight. Because I was like, dog, ain't no way they're going to do a straight wrestling match in this climate. Like, you can't. That's not going to no, work at all. Unless they're like, we know they're like, if you would have told me it's going to be the greatest wrestling match, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Okay. We got something. But just Edge versus Randy Orton. And I, I feel bad because I feel like I'm shitting on, on, on them. And I don't mean to make it. it. It's not. It just it's common sense to tell you, like, not right now, bro. Like, let's see if we can run it, you know, even though we ain't going to have WrestleMania in the city, unfortunately, uh, no, next we're year. absolutely not. At this point. We're absolutely not. You said not. what? Yeah, no, nah, bro. It's, it's it's quiet. I'm like, come on, bro. Why you can just, you know, a, a small selfish part of me wants to joke and be like, man, what the fuck? It's in the city, man. Shit, let it be in Tampa again. Say it was gonna be in Tampa again, and then cancel the shit. It was gonna be in the city. That shit was gonna be. Live. Oh yeah, no, we was gonna be out here. Oh no, damn near everything, and then Wale Mania and some other shit. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, be big no. Wale. we had to go to everything as a family. But um, yeah, no, nah, man, it's it's. But how do I how do I put this when it comes to um when it comes to uh like backlash? Like I I really want it to be a good show. I think the main thing I'm thinking right now is so I've been thinking about the McIntyre Lashley angle and how Lana is a problem right now. I was like, so what if Lana all of a sudden gets on the right page and helps MVP 
and help to help Lashley win the title through some shenanigans. You know what's hilarious? That you I, and I never thought about this till you just said this, Bruh. This would be top five PR move ever if they do that. In this climate of where the world is right now, with our people out there fighting. Boy, that's a hell of a PR move. That'd probably be the best PR move y'all probably ever done. And they've done a lot of PR moves to save the brand. The WWE since the 80s, all right, since the steroid epidemic. So to do that, bro, that'll be hilarious. I I also think that if that happens, we got to spam the WWE Twitter with Hotep memes. Oh, yeah, we put that idea out. It'd just be hilarious because the reason why, and this is in my mind, they could be like, see, we all need to be joined together. We all need to have unity. A lot of help. You know, love conquers all. Like, bro, they can spin it in so many different sick ways. It's like, bro, if they do that, I I don't know. There's some monsters if they do that. I mean, yeah, I'm, they're they're like legit monsters if they do that shit. Cause we know without them doing it, but it'll be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like I, we know Drew isn't going over, but what if they just say, you know what, we gotta do something? Yeah, we got we gotta take a we gotta take a stand. We gotta be for something. It's like, like bro, that, that'd be you won't hear from me. I'll be laughing so goddamn hard. My goodness, that would that would be man that would be something else i don't think it's gonna happen yeah is it gonna happen hell no but you know it'll be hilarious just the thought i like hearing i like thinking about you know hilarious outcomes when it comes to certain things in life but no like that would be hilarious like lana this big problem then all of a sudden she just all of a sudden helps lashley an mvp and then we got this weird, like it's gonna look like a sports talk show, where <laughs> we got the white journalists, the former black journal athlete, and the black athlete, two black athletes there. It's gonna look like the jump. <laughs> oh man! Shout out to Rachel Nichols. And then, I mean, I was about to say, what if Leo come back? But. Nah, that's that's quiet. That'd be hilarious. Nah, Leo, Leo ain't coming back ever. Uh oh. Speaking of Leo, this is another good segue. So, we got to talk about the Drake Maverick stuff, man. All that corny shit they doing, go ahead. So, you know, let's just run through the story. Uh, a week or two after WrestleMania, a Wednesday. Like a week or two after WrestleMania, it was on a Wednesday. WWE just started letting go a bunch of people. Uh, we're talking Leo Rush. We're talking um, Deanna Parasso. We're talking um, EC3. We're talking Drake Maverick. <laughs> two people, the last, well, before you talk about Drake Maverick. Uh, Deanna, if I'm not mistaken, went to Impact, and EC3 is rumored to be going back to Impact. He might as well. Um, 
I'm, you know what? I told you I'm like the Impact correspondent. I've been watching Impact. Yeah, I mean, he'll be a star because there ain't got yeah. too many. Um, no, nah, my, my big thing. So the thing that happened was then all of a sudden at a certain point, Drake Maverick cut a promo about being really heartbroken and wanting to be in WWE. And I don't know if that came before or after they secretly re-signed him. So then he, but he was scheduled to compete in the cruiserweight comp, uh, tournament. And his whole thing was like, oh, he's being paid week to week. So long as he wins, he can come back to WWE to work the next week. And he was just talking about just this, this character. It was just like, I don't have to be, you know, it's the Brian Kendrick character. I don't have to be the best wrestler. I just have to be the best wrestler for three seconds. Um, no, but I mean, it was working. People were liking it and it, it, it just, it got him all the way to the finals. He loses to, I'm, I'm sorry. I forget his name. El Fantasmo. El Fantasmo. I think it is. It's just hilarious. Because I always play, like, I put the commentary on mute so I can listen to 101 podcasts I try to go through in the course of a week. And a new episode pops up of a new podcast every day, so it's hard to go through shit. So I've never heard the name live, I promise you. Oh, no. Especially when it's NXT. Look, I like Moro, but I, if if this motherfucker says one more rap reference, I've been how long I've been saying this, Jess? How crazy this shit draws me. I know. Uh, but no, it's El Hijo del Fantasma, and he he is he is. <laughs> we got the, so the fantastic. You said El Hijo. El Hijo del Fantasma. Okay, I gotta find out what El Hijo means because it's uh something fantastic. Uh, I think it's like the son of Fantasma or something like that. But um, oh, is he? I gotta look something up. I think I heard about him, and I'm not just saying that because I heard the name. I think I heard him being related to somebody from Triple A. Maybe. But, um, anyways, going forward. So, yeah, Drew, Drake Maverick loses. And then, as he's going up the ramp, tearfully, knowing that he'll never work in WWE again, Triple H comes out. And gives him a contract to be in NXT. You say nothing about the hug. He hugged that man like he just graduated from an agency. Yeah, he, he really did. He that was a that was a powerful hug. hug. It was a uh, the wife was like mine. We we not the biggest dudes on the planet, but we taller than Drake. So a dude like Triple H who was listed at six two six three two something. Yeah, get him just, big. Hey, bro, don't hug me like that. I'm a grown ass man. You know how tight I'd be if a grown man well, just hug me like that. that Drake, one of Drake Maverick's best friends is Braun Strowman. So I'm pretty sure getting a hug from Triple H is much better than getting a hug from Braun. I don't care. Don't hug me like that, bro. I don't care. We best friends. We really don't don't hug me like just, that. Just 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 dap it up. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm about to say. Don't don't touch me, bro. And hey, shouts out to the men of three H's for always hugging these competitors after they fresh out the ring, and this dude will be having nice ass suits on. Never mind. Um, 
I kind of know where you want no, to go with that, but go ahead. No. Just say it. Just say it so I can probably be like, maybe we think of the same Well, I was just like, are, are those the good suits or are those the work suits? Because. You're insane if you switching your suits twice a day just to be like, all right, this is for the camera. You know how much, the hug, the you know how much money they got? You know what I mean? Bro, but damn, it's only so many dress shirts I could wear. How many variations of suits have you seen? Other than the ones Bill Lai has wore his entire career. I, I, like the Steve Harvey collection is limited to three. You got Brown, you got Salmon, and you got fucking Black. That's it. That's a fair point. It's it's so many. It's only so many colors unless you like you know you like Unk. You like Shannon Sharp who be coming out with. Different variations, and I'm I need that blue suit that he be wearing. I all I'll say is this: getting back to the thing that that was most annoyed me about this was WWE did a storyline in the midst of everybody losing their job about someone valiantly fighting and being awarded a job, and mm-hmm. you know, other than you know, we. Like 50 million people lost their job. Yeah. So 50 million people lost their job. Wait, is that yeah, so because, the number went up again? Well, they found out that week? instead of it being 12%, it should have been actually 16%. So the number is about 50 million. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Those are, yeah. Those so are it's dead. 50 million people at minimum without a job and that's disrespectful to everybody watching because and it's also disrespectful to the wwe talent and i don't know who is more disrespectful to because the concept here is of drake magris thing is if you worked hard enough you would have been able to keep your job and i'm like what more did rusev have to do Yeah, that like he hasn't done for years. Yeah, like what more did game. Leo have to do? Like some of these people could barely get on TV. Like, what you mean work harder? And they were better. Yeah, I mean, you know, like what did, what could Josiah Williams have really, really done better to keep himself on TV? Oh yeah, they did get rid yeah. of Josiah, man. I keep in. All right, I'm about to get through the shit, so I'm going to let you go. Then I'm gonna get yeah, the like shit. he, I mean, you know, he's been freestyling out here, and I don't mean that as a joke. I really don't mean that as a joke. <laughs> I know, but you know, right, you know me. I was going yeah. to pop like, regardless. Because um, the old head, the, you know, the old, old head side of me, like, ain't no motherfucking rap. You ain't big Ellie with them trash. Oh, years. Ellie we never, never mind on them. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. We we know, uh, we know big Ellie. But no, they, like you got people like Gallows and Anderson who are great, got released. Uh, yeah, they are. They happy as hell though. I know what you mean, but you know they happy as hell. They was like, I've told you, bro, that shit had me wrong. They was like, yeah. oh, we fired. And then guys. so this was an interesting story. Like, apparently, 
WWE at the same time was trying to get some of those people back for lower contracts. Like this is a Dave Meltzer. Um, I forget the other dude that's with him report is that apparently they were offering these people like really, really low contracts so low that if they went anywhere else, they would have made way more money. And then this gets, it gets even hairier because so this story came out, I think over the weekend, but remember that Mandy Rose, uh, Otis segment where they were at the pool. So yeah. that was Zack Ryder's house. That nasty segment. Damn, I knew I recognized it because I saw a picture. Yeah, a couple months ago, and they posted like he was, was telling like, a story. Like he's him and Chelsea Green are at the pool, and Chelsea, you know, I think it's his fiance or wife now, and they kicking it. And apparently, Miz and Morrison were supposed to come over, and they jokingly said, "Can we bring Otis?" And he was like, oh, whatever. And then he said, Chelsea Green got a text like, uh, SmackDown would like to use your pool for a segment for Mandy and Otis. And he was offended because he was like, wait, you can't even text me? And then he was like, he was like you you going to kick me out, but you want to use my pool? You yeah, but I mean, he ended up letting them do it because Zack Ryder also knows how WWE is and his, you know, his better half is still working for the company. Had he said no, that might have been punishment for her. Which is an insane thing to say, like, bro, what the fuck? Well, you got to remember, WWF screwed over or was punishing Owen Hart for Brett. When they screwed Brett. No, you forgot. Brett screwed Brett. I know. He didn't. It's just hilarious to hear that. I know. And it's mad Paul. Uh, but, uh, nah. So, that was a wild story. But hearing all of that was just like, man, this is a gross storyline to just be in the middle of this and be like, this is supposed to be hopeful. Like, people is out here looking for work. People trying to get unemployment. And you you guys are over here like, oh, yeah, look at this guy. He fought so hard and got his job back. It was like, yeah. And the thing was. Let's keep it a bug. I don't give a fuck about no rock star. The other thing is, supposedly Drake Maverick is the one who pitched the storyline. That'll make it better. That'll make it better because it's like that don't exonerate the. It make you look worse. It yeah, because the other ones that said, worse, "Yeah, bro. let's do that." That's kind of hot. And you know, Triple H talked about it. He was like, "Well, we're here now. We might as well make something out of it." I was like, "Nah, you 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 really didn't have to. You could have not. I I would have appreciated if you had not. You could have just said. You could have just said you rehired him." And the reason you rehired him is because you need people in the cruiserweight division. However, that would have been weird because, hey, man, Angel Garza is right there. He's right there. 
uh, Lucha House Party is right there. If you really, really needed it, you could have just broke up Lucha House Party and put them back on uh, on NXT doing cruiserweight matches. But you know, right? We're here now. That's we're here now. Um, but you know, that was just my thought about that. It was like that was just a really, really foul thing to do, in spite of whatever noble called like thoughts or intentions that they had. It was just kind of foul. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else to say other than, you know, what you just said. It's just, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. It's just, they don't, they're not kind of center people. I, I don't know. They live in a different world. I don't, I don't, like, you, you're supposed to be the main form of entertainment right now for everybody that's going through it. And it's just like, you know. Let them understand their well, part their work again. There's that, but it's also like you just let go of some talent because you had to cut costs. That was that was the thing that was put out there is we had to just like make some tough decisions because we had to cut costs. And then you do a storyline where a dude is like, oh man, he worked hard and he was let go, but he worked so hard and he was so valiant, he was so determined that we're gonna give him his job back. That's just a just a, right. a bit of a wild thing to do, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I guess we could talk about. Wasn't there a wrestler that was uh was on Instagram Live apologizing for slavery or something like that? It was a black wrestler. I forgot. Oh, you talking about the goofy motherfucker? Nah. So, old girl, like I said, I'm trying not to mention people's names. Old girl, you know, I mean, she was, she wasn't all that when we was uh watching, you know, back in the day during the ruthless aggression era, as they call it. You know, shorty has the fake Kardashian. You know, I think she hit a little bump. She did a little line or something. I don't know. She was wilding, but she said, you know, black people need to forget about slavery. And then somebody we bigged up before, and it's been bigged up before, you know, by people that look like us. Basically, just nod his head, goofy ass, looked away, and didn't even say anything back. Now, I don't know if he was uncomfortable or what, but you made everybody around you that looked like you uncomfortable. We're supposed to be the OG. We called you the OG in the locker room, and you kind of just looked away and nah, ain't no looking away. You ain't said nothing since then, so. You looking real suspect. What's going on? Listen, man, this is what's going on right now with me. A lot of people are putting their fucking foot in their mouth. It's very easy. I say it all the time. I've been saying it every day for the past week. It's very easy to do, as they say, shutting the fuck up, as Bernie Mac would say, God bless. You it's very easy just to shut the fuck up and not have no opinion about something. But with him, it's like, bro, you got no, I don't know. My whole point was with you getting on that live with this white woman. I guess you wanted to do the whole unity and all that. All right, that, I guess if y'all want to keep doing that, that's cool. I'm not saying I'm against white people, man. I got white people I'm cool with. 
right, but I ain't gonna be up here like just you know, let's let's do a unity right now. That's defeats the whole purpose of what's going on. We ain't saying all white people is evil. We ain't saying that. We talking about the motherfucking cops. So all y'all goofy motherfuckers that's out here. Oh, let me talk to a white woman about the situation that's going on. You doing something totally opposite of what you're supposed to be doing, bro, Ham. You're supposed to be getting on with somebody that look like you, whether it be woman or dude, and talk about the severity of the situation and how we figure it out amongst us. Not with no white woman. Like, what the fuck can the fuck it, I'm going to say the bitch name. What the fuck can is Michelle going to tell me about racism? And she showed. This goofy-ass, coked-up-ass white woman. Going, this is what I'm saying, all right? Let me let me say, let me preface by saying this is all me because I don't give a fuck. Whoever here in the future, five years from now, come talk to me about it. I don't give a fuck. I'll say the same shit that I'm saying now to you. It's just, dude, it, I'm kind of heated a little bit because it's like, bro, you're going to get on, you're going to let her say something and not stop it. Like, that, if that's your friend, just be like, wait a minute, let me stop you right there. Don't say nothing like that because you don't understand. And then when she get body. And she get on IG live crying, saying you guys mistaken what I said. No, bitch, you knew what you were saying. Otherwise, you shouldn't say nothing. You shouldn't have just did like everybody else is copping out, saying like, don't. The whole point is just like we were saying with Jericho fat ass, bro. Don't be out here saying all lives matter. Just bro, y'all workers, fake it. Just fake it. If you ain't really fucking with black people like that, it's very you get paid. You've been getting paid 20, 30 years being. Chris Jericho to fake it. Bruh, just fake it. Just be like, all right, man, you know what? Yeah, I'll fuck with black people. Or in the case of her, don't say shit. And then for Sheldon Benjamin to just be up there looking away, he ain't even trying to defend no girl, which is hilarious to me. But it's like, bruh, like, you looking like a pure moron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not much I could say back to that. Like, I mean... So for those wondering, I'm going to say the names. Uh, it was Candace Michelle and Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, I forgot no who it was word. until you reminded me it was Candace Michelle. Um, the main thing I would say, like, the thing that was kind of weird about Shelton Benjamin is if you're going to get someone to push back on your ideals, the idea you're going to get someone put idea of pushing back is to say black people need to get over slavery is uh i i think that's when you got to end the live session right there right because it's like bro you've been knowing her for some odd years all right bro cool y'all have had these conversations before you're not gonna sit up here and tell me you never had these conversations in such a non-diverse back then company or non diverse back then yeah. form of business, form of entertainment. Like now it's way more diverse than what it was a couple of years ago. So for you to if you want to play that game, he, like I said, dude ain't said shit. So he just let me know where you at with everything. Like you ain't got no loyalty to even your, you know, you ain't got no loyalty to old girl. You ain't even trying to fight back and say why well, I didn't say nothing. Like, bruh, so you just you just sitting idle in your mind, bet that's where you at with it, and that's cool. But you, for her, they jump out the gate and say some shit, and like you just said, you ain't even stop her. You ain't say hold up a minute. Like, even if that's your friend, like me, if I'm wilding, I tell you and I tell others to stop me. For the most part, everybody know how I get down. 
I don't mean I get these jokes off, but I ain't gonna be out here like big wallet. Like I ain't on that. I'm not gonna be up here trying to offend nobody. I don't do that. That ain't me. Not saying I'm perfect. I'll be big wallet. I'll show you my flaws and get on the IG live. But if I was out here saying something crazy, especially to me and my people, I would hope I have some people around me that'd be like, yo, you tripping. Will I ever demean my people? Hell no. Because ain't no point. What I get from that? So, you and you can demean your people like Sean Benjamin by not saying shit. Like, bro, it, it was easy just to stop her, but like, you could do it politely. Everybody think you just gotta be like, oh, hold on, bitch. You tripping. No, you gotta be like, well, Candace, you know, I willfully disagree with what you said. And if you want to say you offended, you can say you offended. But once again, y'all workers, just be like, you know, I disagree with what you said. I don't feel like my people should forget X, Y, and Z and correct her on the spot without, if you don't want to demean her, then you don't have to demean her. Just be like, man, I don't think you should say that. That's it. Or, and then talk, talk normal or then get on her head afterwards. Just, it's a way to say something, but sometimes not saying shit at all makes you look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had that. And then, I think it was Titus that went out there with the police and was just like, you know, I get that that has to stop, but you looters, if you throw a brick at them, of course they're gonna you're gonna get hit with something. Like, I think the thing that's been disappointing in that situation was there was just more animosity for people looting than the people that killed George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Tony McDade and situations like that. Uh, David Mc, uh, McTee, yeah. I believe his name is, a man in Louisville in the midst of his protests who got shot, who ran a barbecue spot. And the funny thing about his barbecue spot was cops ate for free. As in fat motherfuckers usually do. Excuse me. And let me, let me say this. I'm sorry, bro. I'm not trying to disrespect nobody that has a weight issue. I don't do it. Like I said, I don't do that. It's it's a motherfucking joke, but at the same time, let me preface what I'm saying. I'm trying to say the right thing, because it does sound offensive. I'm not body shaming nobody. I know big people, and I sound like one of these motherfuckers that be like, I got black bread. No, I'm, it's a joke, man. It's, it's all a joke, and I'm not trying to offend nobody. Let me, in that short sense, I'm not trying to offend anybody that has a quote-unquote weight issue like i would never do that i'm just saying these cops these motherfuckers is fat asses there's a lot of motherfuckers that just like overweight it's a lot of people that have you know a stomach and it's some fat motherfuckers and most cops yeah is fat i love that though it's like i ain't trying to body shame nobody but these police though <laughs> them motherfuckers is fat. they because i'm telling you like how many times have you seen these fat motherfucking cops that just go to Taco Bell and get free food. They go to like all the food spots, especially in the hood, and get free food. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of hating. That, that's, the that, there it is right there. There it is. It's hate. It's hate at the same time, too. Because this is a spot by my crib. I can't support them no more because I think they all lives matter. And besides that, like, they always let the cops eat for free. I'll be seeing like 20,000. Like five sheriff cars be pulled up. I'm like, all right, bro, you definitely letting them be for free, especially in the state I'm in right now, currently. Yeah. No. No. 
But I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's just the thing I I think that is that, but it's something we talked about last week when it came to like Killer Mike and all of them. It's just, you know, in those situations, those are guys who have made so much money that when it came to choosing race or um, capitalism, they chose capitalism. Like, they, they realize that there's a space where being a black man ends or being a black person ends. And, you know, the funny enough, funny enough, like a lot of the, the criticism they've gotten, I think their response has been, you're going to tear down another black man and this and that. And I think the response from people is there's a place where being a black person ends and being critical begins. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Like, uh, it, it's it's a weird, weird time. Like, it's it's a strange, strange moment. Like, and it becomes funnier once you know that, like, yeah, AEW is funded by Trump supporters and football people. Um, it becomes funny when you realize Ring of Honor is run by Sinclair Media, who's just as bad as Fox News. Um, I have no idea who owns... Oh, it's uh, Billy Corrigan who owns Impact right now. And Steve Harvey, of of all people, who own Impact. And they are... uh, They're Trump people. You know... uh, Wait, is Steve Harvey still right wing? Even though we've seen him like one time with him. Well, didn't he say something recently? And then people got offended. I mean, who does get offended by Steve? You got to say it the right way. Steve Harvey. <laughs> I can't do it right now. I'm hungry as hell. I really can't do that. I'm not trying to use my diaphragm or nothing right now. Yeah, might have to I splice just, that you know, in we, at we the end or something. Do the chant. Um, but uh. Nah, it's what was I gonna say? It, like I don't know who owns New Japan, but I'm guessing they have conservative views as well. I know it's a European, someone from a European country. I don't know which country. Yeah, but um, and then you got WWE, who you know, work close. Who's Linda McMahon works closely with Trump, and they still get money from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, wrestling is a disgusting place. It's no different than any other organization. Uh, yeah. It's just predominantly white, so it's like, uh, we, well, we can't really do nothing about, because we don't want to offend people. It's like, all right, bro. Who is the, the people that buy the tickets to go to these shows? And yeah, well, everything is always for conservatives, like, you know, even, uh, even like more progressive movies, they're for conservative America to feel, make them feel better, to make them slow down. Like you, you really think uh, Green Book was for for us to realize, like, hey, not all white people are bad. Yo, I hate that. But, I don't want to get on that because we already know how Hollywood goes. I hate that Blade did that shit. Yeah, I, the thing is, it's I don't even. 
like we know the game of Hollywood, but it, it and I don't want to have that conversation because well, my, such my biggest game, thing with that is like, just bro. similar to these black workers is like you could tell them not to work for like WWE because Vince works for uh, works with Trump. His family works with Trump. You could tell people Jay Lethal not to work for Ring of Honor. But how many reputable black owned wrestling programs exist that can afford them? Like, not that they don't exist, but that can afford them. Because these are like top tier talents we're talking about when you start mentioning people like The New Day, like Lashley, like Jay Lethal. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. Yo, so what did going back to Titus? So basically, I don't know because from when I was getting, he was just saying like, if you throw something at people, they're gonna get pissed off. That's what I got from. Well, the thing that I I just found weird was he was the police were standing behind him and he was like, yeah, if you throw something like, they're gonna throw something back, and it was just like, you do realize they just they they kill people, right? Yeah, so like you're thinking yeah, that they throwing, they throwing people are instigating this by throwing bricks. The police were shooting people and they were getting hit with bricks. I call that an uneven trade in favor of the police. Because if I told you right now, would you rather get hit in the back with a bullet or a brick? You taking the you taking the uh, the brick? Yeah. Yeah. But that brick ain't gonna kill you in the, if it hits you in the back. That bullet can kill you if it hits you in the back. So, yeah. Okay, let me let me. What's the best way I can do this without seeming like I'm defending Titus? Because I'm not against Titus at all. You know, I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah. Because of what he does for people, I think with him is, and I can give him a lead, a little bit of leeway with what he was saying because he's basically been consistent. I fuck with people that's consistent on what they say. I judge you based on what you say consistently and not that you change every fucking day. So if you say the same, if you have the same morals and the same idealistic views of life every day, I fuck with you. Even if I don't like necessarily what you're saying, I just don't like people that switch up or switch sides. You know what I mean? just to look good for their brand or just in general for life. So with Titus, it comes to a point of, you know, I understand what he's trying to say. And then it's just like, all right, it's bad time. But it's for the most part from what I remember with that interview, it's not like he was, you know, just with the cops all the way. So I was like, okay. Uh, I I see what you're saying, and we both agreeing. Like, yeah, I don't think this is the right time for this. And I think he's just trying to like, at that point, be a little peaceful. What he's saying as well, like, hey man, don't throw something at the cops because they might throw something back. And like you said, of course, the motherfucking twelve throws a brick at you, or not a brick. I'm sorry, they're gonna throw a bullet at you and try to kill you because that's how cops think. The motherfuckers are the lynch mob and they've been that way since the 17 1800s so i think that's all he was trying to say but he was just what is that and you know how people get when they i'm sorry to cut you off it's just you gotta remember too titus is basically at this point like the head of wwe's like charitable fronts 
And which is well, insane. It should be way more people. There, there is, but uh, like, this is something he people. actually wants to do. Um, and part of the thing is working right. with the police. So he works so closely with them that he's just that's that's his point of view. My thing is just like, hey man, there's there's one thing to sit up here and say that, but it's 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 uh actively dishonest to sit here and pretend like the brick and the rioting is the thing that's instigated police um retaliation. When the when the rioting is is a retaliation right. of Absolutely. of police disrupting peaceful protests so not they started it twice so that's my thing about titus is like that's that's a willful level of ignorance that i can't forgive you know who he is is like trying to help children and charities like i can't dispute that i'm not going to ever sit up here and tell him that he's done nothing or like i can't say that like he's done a lot it's in that it's in that speech that i just found it disingenuous um, we also saw, you know, Xavier, Xavier Woods come out, you know, struggling. Like you sent me that like before, like an hour or two before we did the podcast. And, you know, it just sounds like he's struggling with realizing that, yo, a lot of his, a lot of his, uh, upbringing and maybe even a, a good deal of his adult life was just making sure he wasn't a threat to white people. Which that dude is from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, that's 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 like you know, you know, if you're from a place called Stone Mountain, I'm guessing there's a lot of white people around. I think so. Ain't that's where Gambino from? But yeah, that's it. Chuck. No. I will get these jokes on. I'll tell you this right now. Yeah, yeah. but that it's one was like, because like, I know your thing was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What's your point? And I think it was just his point where he was just for the first time, maybe ever realizing that, yo, a lot of this stuff I was into, I didn't realize maybe I got into it because it just made me not look like a threatening black person. It happens. We, we see. I'm trying so hard, bro, not to have no slander for Xavier. I've been on record with the slander of Xavier. I'm trying so hard not to have no slander. It's like, bro, who the fuck up here threatened by Xavier Wood? Well, nobody. 18, that was his point. Years old. His point was he. I guess he had turned himself into like, like Carlton Banks or something. I don't know. Even if he wasn't, bro, come on, bro. So he made himself into a nerd. That's the way he was making it sound. Mechanism. But I just think I, I was just you hear it. Yeah, I was just thinking. Like thing I was just thinking was like, hey, that's a dude who just no had like a, a an epiphany that that's tough to deal with. Like that's that's not an easy thing to learn about yourself. But it's uh. Is something that that's happening with all of us is, you know, our limits and our 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 thresholds are being tested. 
by certain things. Like how long will we support someone even when they say something like grossly inappropriate at the time? Like I sent you that stuff about Jess Hilarious mainly because I wanted to show you that like cancel culture is fake. Like it doesn't exist. Like anytime someone screams, they're trying to cancel me. All that means really is I said something that people didn't agree with. They're trying to hold me accountable and I don't want to be accountable. So therefore they're trying to cancel me because they didn't like what I said. And now my feelings are hurt that they didn't like what I said. Like, like who? Yeah. Uh, no, she, that's how I know she's a young girl. I just, you know, I, I call it an illusion of booty, but that's how I know she's a young girl because she says shit like this often and just like, yeah. What was she defending? Desi Banks and B. Simone? Or? Yeah, like, we need these niggas, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, these niggas is funny, but they ain't ha, ha, ha. Like, I ain't up. Listen, it's once again, motherfuckers get caught up in entertainment. The only way, listen, if Dennis Rodman, who are some list of people? Well, Dennis mean, Rodman is already on the something. magazine. Probably just Dennis Rodman. Because he's friends with Trump. Oh, he did? No, he fell back. He fell back in the past interviews. He said he fell back, and then he had, he said something recently. Because he didn't, I mean, he's seen a lot of shit. They put a shotgun to this dude's face when he was in Texas, when he was in high school. If I'm not mistaken, when he was on the basketball team, they put a shotgun to this dude's face for having a white friend. Like, they were going to fire off on him. They had the gun cocked and everything. And he from Dallas. Well, a certain part of Texas that's close to Dallas. So he he definitely done seen some shit. And he played college ball in Oklahoma. But, you know, other than that, man, listen, these celebrities, I don't give a fuck about you having the main followers because you looked into a goddamn cell phone and got your jokes off. We started to see that shit don't matter. That trend kind of died out in 2017 when everybody and their mama tried to become internet stars. Like the fact that Ha Ha Davis is still going and people paying attention is crazy. Like I'm saying that in a good way. Like that that's just you got talent. Cause it's been five years and he's still going. It's not as strong as it was because obviously of where we are right now, not just in 2020, but even last year. But the fact that you can still have people come to your page or laugh at some of the stuff you say is very good still. So I don't know, like a lot of them get their money from Instagram. So I guess that's where it comes from. But in the case of her, you know, this is a shoot. Like I haven't heard too many people actually being fond of her anyway. So I guess if you want well, to keep burying yourself, you can do that and to speak up for two individuals who, after they said they statements, they want to delete it and go back. That let me know. That's what I'm saying, man. Be consistent with what you say. That's where it comes from with me. Be consistent about everything you say. If you say some goofy shit, live on that. Everything I've said, I got to live on the rest of my life. I'm not retracting the fucking thing I said, like, if I have to apologize for something I said, I should never said the shit. That's how I view life as a teenager. That's why I try to shut the fuck up. And that's why I try to think before I say. Because if I have to apologize for it, I should never said something. 
And if you apologize for something you said, I mean, it comes from a certain place. So if you defending two motherfuckers who don't matter, it don't matter. Them motherfuckers ain't changing the world because of something they said. Hey, yeah, that's on you, sweetheart. But just, just don't say nothing. Use your this. This how we going to work. All right, this how I want entertainers to do. Do your fucking job and shut up. Because if you were working at McDonald's, it'd be the same thing. Just because you on a fucking camera and you on a TV and I can see you on TV don't mean you fucking special. All right? That don't make you any different from nobody else because you got money coming in. All right, bro. It's a lot of people that's not on camera making a lot more money than you. It don't fucking matter about that, bro. Like, I hate idol worship with all my heart. It's very easy just to not say anything. And why? Why? I don't care why your opinion holds weight. It don't hold weight. See, this is fascinating. Because I actually don't have a problem with anyone saying anything. I just would like if you say something and it doesn't go over well, you you better be prepared to live with whatever you say. That's what I'm saying as well. Maybe I'm my I apologize if I'm just being along with it, winded and not going straight to the point. That's exactly what I'm saying. Just yeah. live and die by what you say. Don't retract your statement. Just live by it. Don't, yeah. oh, I got to clear it up because of my brand. No, it, it's done. It Everything moves so fast that what you said is going to be a screen captured. Yes, in less than five minutes before you can delete it. So it's just like, bro, like, yeah. just it, live on it. It's no problem. Just be like, hey, man, like, go further. And I'm a person of pushing it. Like, I'm, I won't push the angle as much as possible. I'm gonna push the program as much as possible to get it over. If I got heat for something, I said, well, okay, I'm gonna keep. I don't know if that's the best thing to do in this situation. However, my main thing is, if you say something, people don't like it. You got two options: you can say I was wrong, or you can keep going. Either way, that's your decision. But. You got to be ready to live by it. If people don't rock with you because you apologized or people don't rock with you because you kept going, you have to be willing to live with that. You can't sit up here and say, well, people are too sensitive and this and that. Everyone has a choice whether if they want to listen to you or not or if they want to 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 purchase your things or tune in to whatever it is you're doing. No one has to do that. No one has to 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 do that. For in the sense that, like, if someone says you say something someone doesn't like and they don't want to support you no more, okay. What if you made something that they didn't like and they don't want to support you anymore? They would still be calling it cancel culture. That's why I, I, I just don't. I don't care if anyone anyone can say whatever they want. You just have to be willing to live with it in a way that, you know, you can keep going with it. Or you can be like, hey, maybe I am. Am I bugging here? And someone say, oh, I am? My fault. I didn't mean to do that. Right. Uh. No, no, no. I meant, I meant if somebody's asking that, they would be. And and I'll be honest with you. I was paying, I was paying attention to everything you were saying. What did you get sidetracked? I got by? sidetracked a little bit. Uh, no, I was sending a text about some business shit. I, I, honestly, no, it wasn't because of that. Trust me, it wasn't because of no love shit. My blood sugar is low and because of something else. And 
I want to joke a little bit. As Dr. Umar said, I had an HGH moment because it's an ancestral something. He, he Every time he said I had an HGH, ADHD moment, it's because of the ancestor. So, Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, and we haven't even gotten to the fact that Congress knows what a hotep meeting is now. And I don't think I want to touch that today. I think. Nah, you broke that news to me. Like, I just happened to see your IG story, and it was like, we got to retire the Hotep memes. And it's like, for the most part, they've been retired since January. But when I saw it, and I saw everybody else talking about it, I'm like, oh. Oh, they man. definitely got them from Amazon. Like, where do you order those from, is my question. You probably. You can't I'm get those on Amazon. I'm absolutely certain I'm not getting on Amazon. This is hilarious. Everything is on Amazon. And my... But Are you the thing I wanted to know was, is that a government write-off or did someone have to put that on their card? Nah, they said, hey, bro, just they put, it, put it on the card. They had it's, to it's, one of the interns the, pay for, for it and shoot. get reimbursed. Yeah, like, nah, bro, we got you. We got you. you. Just put it on your card. Like, nah, bro. Like, you ain't getting that $20 back. Like, use your... That's wild, too, because that person got to use a Amazon Prime membership for that. You're like, fuck. I don't explain yeah. this in the future. But... Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know where to go with that one. But other than that... Oh, that's the last thing I wanted to ask. And this is an important thing. What's the future for the NXT title? We went so far off of wrestling that we finally, I'm just bringing it back to wrestling. What's the future of the NXT title? Because I don't know, I can't see a foreseeable opponent that Adam Cole loses to other than Finn Balor. Uh, honestly, right now, that's the only route I can see it going. And other than that, maybe, I doubt it'd be Keith Lee, but yeah, it'd be Finn or Keith. It's just, right now, they probably don't know. Like, I, I like the run. Like, it's actually entertaining, and it's only so much yeah. you can do right now. So It also helps that Adam Cole works is just but... really, really good. But, um... Yeah, I wonder if they're about to bury old boy. Yeah, I can't say nothing. It's looking like it's about to be um, quiet for him. <laughs> Rightfully so. Fuck all yeah. that. But uh, what I said earlier. Nah, I, I think the thing going forward, I told my homeboy, is like, so you got it set up where um, Karrion Cross is going to win a title. The question is, is it going to be the NXT title or the North American title? And right now, I think North American might be the, the place for him. Cause, yeah, I, I can't yeah, wait to see. I that think that's the move. That, uh, that match like, with him and Keith. I don't even know when you let him win the title. Like, I don't know if you let him get a loss first and then win the title, or let him just stay on this undefeated streak. Like, I really can't speak to that per se. But 
if you make Finn Balor the champion, you can also just have him go straight to the thing because now you have face versus heel. Like, honestly, we don't know who a face or heel is in wrestling right now. We can only go by the way they, they cut promos and the things they do. As of right now, Karrion Cross is supposed to be this terrifying heel. So, you know, you can have him go against Finn Balor. You can have him go against the Demon. But um, I think right now, you know, Karrion Cross is, is the move. And But I, I agree with you. Uh, NXT... Um, NXT North American champion might be the spot for him. And I think that's a good spot. Right. I think that's a great spot, actually. But we'll see. Yeah, I think everybody at this point is trying to, you know, you put in the back of your mind that maybe we're going to have crowds, but at this point, it's so tough. Yep. And on it's that really yawn, what's about to happen. It is time to head out. Brother, you're not trusted by no means. You're boring me at all. I'm not. No, I get it. That's it. Say say less. Just listen. It's it's a combination of, you know, uh, low blood sugar and working out the past two days in training. So, but no, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to watch Raw tonight. I honestly prefer to watch the Bruce Lee like water documentary since I found out it's two hours as well. Uh, I don't really like, I don't like, I never like go home shows for wrestling for the most part. I might check it out, but you know, I, I, I well, go home shows are kind of like I got to get people to buy tonight. the pay per view. But since we got the network, I mean, we gonna watch so. Yeah. Right, regardless. I'm definitely but, gonna uh anyway, you got a K champion for this week. Everybody? Or anybody you wanna you wanna big up it too. Off. Like we we can give it for yeah. a positive reason too. Oh no, I got a K champ. I got one. All these motherfuckers that keep I how many years ago? I feel like I said this like two years ago or so. All these motherfuckers that keep asking or keep trying to invite mm-hmm. white people to this mystical barbecue and I keep trying to tell people it fucking sucks anyway. I, I hate barbecues. That's just me. But I hate barbecues. I don't want to laugh and dance with you motherfuckers and listen to that trash ass song Beyonce covered. Yeah, I said it. That, Do on, you hate the original too? I forgot that damn song. I hate that song. Okay, you might be I hate champion. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that happy let's yeah. slide music. I hate that type of shit. Like all that okay dance uh, music. Mainly because I can't do the okay, dance. So like you hate Mark it. said. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm somewhat hating it. I don't like this. Listen, you know me long enough. I just don't hate. I don't like happy shit. I don't give a fuck about all that. Let's dance and celebrate anywhere shit. Well, I do like day parties, but that's for different reasons. I don't like all that barbecue, so stop inviting these motherfucking... I'm about to say something crazy. Stop inviting these white people to these barbecues, these mystical fucking barbecues. 
and stop saying we're gonna let them work the grill. No, unless it's an old ass dude, nobody could work the grill. I don't want no unseasoned, fucking uncooked chicken. I like my shit burnt. So stop inviting them. So with that being said, my kayfabe champion is all the motherfuckers that invite white people to the party. And that's the motherfuckers I said, well, Randy Orton is starting a new, new leaf. No, he didn't. Y'all motherfuckers fell for the trap again. Motherfucker out here liking shit by Terry Crews, man. Talking about black. What'd he say? What the stupid oh, motherfucker no, he say? Said, I think he said there can, or something is wrong with If you end white supremacy said, without white people, you just create black supremacy. Which... Well, that sounds pretty good. Thing my brother pointed out is black Cruise? people are not the majority, so it's mathematically impossible. Thank you. And it's just like, dude, what black supremacy? Black supremacy is nigga have your tags on your car, not be expired, and not get your head knocked in, and not be stressed out for a week. Off I don't know if that's shit. it. That sounds but... like black supremacy to me. We, well, is that no? We, it's we just, don't know. It's a, so to say it's a fallacy. Like, bro, like, there are like there are people who are trying to be leaders who do want like what white people have. It's just for black people, but that can never happen. Like they, the black population mm-hmm. would have to overtake the white population, or they would have to go to a country where the black population is dominant and there are countries where that exists there's a whole continent full of countries that exist like that that's not gonna fly over there um but yeah no what terry cruz said it's just actually impossible yeah that's not my kayfabe chant though but still it it works it all intertwines maybe all these motherfuckers just need to be in a three-way and you know three-way kayfabe championship battle. The motherfuckers yeah. invite people to, white people to the barbecue just because they big up niggas for a day, but then they go back to what they originally believe in. Like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know if Rando got CT as well, but to like that one, it's like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, well, right, do you want it to be black supremacist? Well, there's, like, there's also just the thing of, I don't, I don't take what Randy... I don't take Randy Orton as the the uh, the most thoughtful person on these issues. So him liking something is just like okay, it's it, it him liking something is exactly the way I took what Terry Crews said, which is just this is ridiculous. You're both ridiculous. I'm gonna move on with my life. It's like uh, these motherfuckers is meatheads, bro. They they've been pro athletes since they was like teenagers. So it's like yeah, these are these are just. These are topics where their opinions don't hold weight with me. I do understand that there are people whose opinions they do hold weight with, but that's just not someone. Neither of those people. <laughs> right. Bless one, you. What? Thank you. One of them is a failed Raiders uh, middle linebacker that found a hustle that worked out well for him financially and his family, but not his mindset. Then the other one is just, you know, he went AWOL in the military and then got into pro wrestling and became one of the greatest ever. Like, I don't pay attention to what a lot of these people say anybody i don't know i don't really pay attention to what these people say it's just like bro like these motherfuckers live a different life like they hold they they live off muscles like these motherfuckers if they didn't have 
physical sports, they wouldn't be where they are. Like yo ho hustle Randall was just like being a worker. Like that's, that's not cool. a that's not a bad thing at all. Yeah, um, not, but at the same time, I don't you know, we gotta stop or people gotta stop because we don't, but people gotta stop just bigging up these motherfuckers because they can do something better than you. That don't make them better than you, motherfucker. You smarter than them. Huh? Well, there's also like the whole inviting to the cookout thing is like that's your cookout. And that's cool. You want to have it at the, their barbecue. That's cool. They got your barbecue. Whatever. I ain't tripping on you. Um, but the metaphorical barbecue. The the but the metaphorical like major barbecue. Nah, we're good. Uh, other than that. I'm trying to think of who my kayfabe champion is. I mean, it's you for not liking Frankie Beverly and Mays. Just that song. Don't do okay. that. I ain't, I ain't say the whole catalog. Just that song. Don't do that. Okay. I got the greatest hits right now. Okay. You I'm just making sure. I can sing a song. No, no, no. You don't, you don't, have, you don't have to prove. You don't have to prove nothing. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Just that one song. I like happy people, all right? Okay. Happy feeling. Don't do that. Okay. My fault. My fault. Well, you're still the KFA champion for not liking before I let go. Oh my god. Um hey. Dave Hollister had a better version. My next KFA champion. <laughs> go ahead. My next KFA champion and the most positive way. Is uh Prince, rest in peace, Prince. Happy belated birthday! Oh. Happy belated birthday! Uh oh, another one is just Instagram DJs who've really been out here like playing music for us. We appreciate y'all, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't appreciate Instagram being in the record industry being jerks now and being like, you can't play this song or you got to this and that. We gonna shut you down if you play this song, like, bro. You already getting money off the streams. Just chill. Just, chill. Yeah. Just let the verses and the, the, the Instagram mixes happen. It'll be fine. I promise. Right. Um, other than that, man. Yeah, that's it for wrestling. We talked about a lot of stuff, a lot of other non-wrestling stuff, but thus is the case. Uh, yeah, that's been the case for two weeks, and it's probably gonna continue. Like, man, listen, yeah, wrestling is so marginal right now. What's going on in life in general? Like, man, I, I really, I really don't. <laughs> like, I've been joking about the aliens, but bro, what the fuck else can you show me? I've been watching God. I watched Godzilla, King of the Monsters again. Shouts out to you for the HBO Max. I'm getting messy prepared. I'm waiting for King Kong versus Godzilla movie come out. That shit might be a biopic come the end of the year. It might be. I think at this point we're so jaded about everything. If we see aliens, we'd be like, oh, what's what's up? We won't even be freaked out. We'll just be like, oh, okay. Y'all here now, right? Independence Day is almost here. What y'all want to do? Y'all want to take over? Shit, good luck. Independence Day is almost here. Hey. Keep your eyes open. Oh, before we leave, I went to uh, scscoops.com. Apparently, Tomasa Champa and Randy Orton were trading shots. So, about I was going to say it earlier. 
I think he's about to get called up, man. Yeah, he's going to get called up. There's nothing left for him to do in NXT. There's nothing left for Gargano either. There's nothing for them. There's literally nothing for them. Like, don't be surprised to see both of them at Backlash. Yeah, this is a work. Man, Will Ospreay, get the fuck out of here. Nobody asked you. And good goodbye, everybody. 